0: Hi, and welcome to the Future Proof Games Update Podcast. Uh, we've started talking about the stuff we've been working on each month, uh, talk about what's coming up in the next month. So, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: I'm Melissa avery
0: And I'm Gregory avery And boy, it is July. It is. It's more than halfway through the year.
1: Ugh yeah it's one of those things where you're like have we finished this? are we halfway through the projects we said we would do yeah <laughs> in 2018 which, which i think our
0: estimation has been better this year than it has previously <laughs> it
1: could hardly be worse
0: <laughs> yeah our big project lately has been rosette mm-hmm. uh rosette diceless our mm-hmm. gm-less role-playing game that works tabletop or live action uh and we've which... Go been ahead. finishing it up uh we'll our a date. yeah um <laughs> We're going to be releasing July 25th.
1: That's like 10 days. Yep.
0: Where we've ordered a proof copy of the paperback
1: Mm -hmm.
0: print on demand, and it is currently in North Carolina. So, and we're also in North Carolina.
1: (laughs) That helps. (laughs) Yes. yes.
0: (laughs) So uh, we should be getting it any day now.
1: Yes. That media mail though.
0: Uh, Yeah. It's (laughs) cheap, but it takes a while. Yeah. The printing took longer, I think. That's true and then so i'm really looking forward to seeing Uh, it as a physical thing like we've printed it out on our printers before but that's not the same
1: right to actually like feel the pages in your hand flipping yeah um so yeah like 10 days i feel like i don't know (laughs) marketing is hard. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're we're still sorting out exactly how we want to do it. I mean, if if folks want us to run a game for them on a Twitch stream or anything like that, we're happy to and we'll be reaching out to folks yeah. over the next few weeks to, to do that. And hopefully is an ongoing thing. Yeah, yeah. Cuz I don't think I don't think people are quite as concerned with the new latest and greatest when it comes to role-playing games as they are when it comes to video games.
1: Yeah. And you know, when when it comes to marketing like we kind of have we have a few people to reach out to. We have a lot of people to reach out to. Um, we've got sort of a tentative plan, um, and it's, it's going to be a lot of work. Um, but there's there's a little thing we're doing this upcoming week that is kind of exciting.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, for both, for all our games. For really, all,
1: yeah. Um, I heard about it from Hannah Flynn from Fail Better Games. Uh, they are the makers of Fallen Londons and Let's See. Sunless Skies, probably a few other things. Um, But uh, this is like a focused week in which everybody in sort of the indie industry and indie players um, sort of like share reviews and just, I don't know, it's like a Big week of patting each other on the back,
0: yeah, sort of um, give give away to stuff to the audience and stuff mm-hmm. to to each other without really expectation of return, with exactly. the hopes that like as a community we're helping mm-hmm. each other up.
1: And I mean, one of the things that's so huge is getting getting reviews for games, like Steam reviews or blog posts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like getting getting things that are like positive feedback, well, hopefully positive feedback. Yeah. It, it's presumptive um but um hearing that from real people instead of just kind of tossing your game into the void and hoping it makes money um or hoping people like it with no no loop to close there so um that should be fun i have a i have a few games in mind that i want to review as part of it Mm -hmm. um and um i've been doing a little bit of twitch streaming myself yeah um so I will probably fire up twitch as part of that and and point folks there cool. um, so that um especially coming right off the end of the the steam summer sale um is is some marketing fun I haven't I haven't actually figured out how I want to loop in Rosette diceless into it but yeah yeah we can do that
0: So the the other thing that's coming up kind of with a hard date is that we have a trademark application in for the majesty of colors, which has been challenging. (laughs) So we're not lawyers. We don't have a lawyer. We can't afford a lawyer under our current budget. Right. And so we we submitted a a trademark uh, application because just as protection against like folks who try and clone the game, we've already had the old... (laughs) <laughs> flash game majesty of colors very poorly ported by some rando onto
1: uh, ios I think. yeah and yeah. had
0: to shut it down and so on it would have been would have been a probably a smoother process if we would have been like here's our trademark you're using our name right um but they currently uh the review status is hey there's a trademark for a game called majesty the majesty of colors is not sufficiently different right um which totally understandable. Uh, we're hoping to convince and communicate that, that it's a distinct enough mark, mm-hmm. um, but it involves you know writing a legal response,
1: right? Which we've done.
0: Yes, we've we've got we've got it almost yeah. ready to send.
1: All it needs is a salutation, I think.
0: <laughs> and we need to polish up some parts of it, but it's um it's one of those things where it's like we spend a lot of time figuring out how to say what we wanted to say
1: yeah kind of like cobbling together you know you think of like there it's very clear like on what guidelines it's denying you this trademark mm-hmm. um and so you look at those and you say okay except part b of this or here's an exception and some of those are yeah. from like other law cases right so do we go do we try to find those and sift through those do we find um we found um there are some lawyers or game devs or hybrids um that have posted their responses to similar kickbacks which is it it's incredibly common to be told that your mark your, your trademark is too close to someone else's like that's mm-hmm. um really common and there's some some not to say that this person didn't do a good job, but, like, there are some easy buckets by saying, like, there's not enough difference between majesty and the majesty of colors because right. the majesty is in the phrase, you know. You're like, well, the of colors part is important, right? right. So
0: and that's that's where it, I get the impression that it's pretty common for the first step, the you know, the first attempt at a trademark to get pushed back, pushed back and said, no, you need to... Clarified this it, it,
1: it seems like i mean
0: it's almost like they're saying convince me of this
1: right um and it's not like a contentious or rude thing it's all yeah. very chill um but we're kind of you know you kind of fake the lingo right like you're trying to like obviously they will know we're not lawyers right. um but hopefully we can sort of piece things together in a way that's uh sufficient and in a
0: way that's like respectful of right. their time and expertise. Right. Like yeah, you we don't, don't wanna You
1: don't throw the kitchen sink and be like, yeah. here's seventy five ways, even though I only actually needed to refute three. <laughs> yeah. Um so. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff we could have done. Like one suggestion that people have is, uh, just call the the lawyer that that did the review that rejected it. Just mm-hmm call them informally and ask them what their thought process was Mm -hmm. because it may not you may think you need to refute all these things and really they had a particular angle a particular reason that you could focus Mm -hmm. on you know you could save yourself some work with that
0: their reasoning was pretty clear yeah yeah yeah. so
1: that's just another another thing some people do um but yeah we finally sat down a few weeks ago and just spent hours (laughs) on a weekend hours Mm -hmm. pouring through everything so
0: organizing references yeah
1: it was it was shenanigans so Um,
0: we talked about uh some stuff for rosette dice list that has a deadline mm -hmm. um there's another part of it that we're hoping to get done real soon but isn't isn't something we're promising for release that that melissa has been working hard on
1: i think i can do it um and it has been working on the Kindle version. We probably won't immediately do print on Amazon, yeah. um, because of the because of the can of worms. This has been in digital form, um, but essentially taking our you know, it's HTML and CSS, so that's not rocket science.
0: It's just like a web page.
1: Yeah, just like a big web page, um, and styling it for Kindle. So it's we we already have that for print. But on Kindle, you can't have left page, right page. You can't oh. have, like, there's no concept of paging. Um, its concept of whatever its browser is.
0: Whatever it uses to, like, convert from web to ebook format.
1: Right. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it does to convert between HTML and, and ebook um, is just different than what we're doing for print, and it's different than Chrome. So hmm. I cannot open it in Chrome or IE or anything and see it the way Kindle will. Um, so there's this conversion process. It takes about two full minutes, which is a lot of time when you're coding to like, yeah. wait for feedback on something. Um, and so uh, so it's, it's coming along. There were a few parts that were tricky um, and a few parts I'd, I'm still struggling with, like how to center images. Um, or how to center our kind of asides and things like that. So it's been kind of a technical slog and I spent a couple few hours like making changes and nothing was showing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is wrong with this? Like it's just HTML and CSS to me. Is it ignoring media queries, is it ignoring this and that? And it turns out that it requires an attribute in HTML that is optional and it requires it. Oh, and it's not gonna it's not gonna use your CSS weird yeah and it was hours and hours and hours um so this is one of those things where it's like this whole thing is going to take me 12 to 16 hours um but the actual amount of fingers to keyboard work involved is like four to
0: six you know what i mean it just took you so long to go down false paths and figure out how to do the work that you needed to do right
1: um, so, but that's that's coming together. I think we'll be able to launch with Kindle support. Um, and that's, I mean, for all that work, it is relatively secondary, I think. I think that's not the venue where people tend to buy their indie games. Mm. Um, so, but I think it's worth doing for having our name in the Amazon marketplace yeah. um, and being able to sort of start to establish a presence there, especially if we do continue on with the rest of the Rosette books.
0: Definitely you can as usual find all our stuff at futureproofgames.com find us over on twitter at play and on facebook as futureproof games let us know what you think of of the podcast we're doing if you've got any tips or requests we totally welcome them give us give us comments our theme music is juparo by broke for free which is available under a creative commons attribution 3.0 license <laughs>